Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. Well, everybody, welcome again to another episode of Lead from the Driver's Seat. And I'm here with my really good friend who's finding a dear friend of mine, Chris Baker, from the sunny state of Florida in the good old U.S. of A. And uh, obviously, you folks are just going to be listening right now, but we actually record this on Zoom video conference. I can actually see Chris as I'm talking to him. And Chris has got an amazing tan going on right now where I pretty much glow in the dark white because <laughs> I'm up here in Canada. We finally started having some nice weather, but Chris, you live in the sunny south. And how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Al. We, we've actually we actually had a week or so of really, for us, like bad weather, like rain. And it's been like England and, and uh, the, the last week, although it's been hot. So it's really weird that that feeling. But the last couple of days, we've we're back to sunshine. So the tan was going, but it's coming back now. So, uh, but I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Perfect. Chris. Now we got all that 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 you know the preliminary <laughs> stuff, and we've discussed our tans or lack of tan. We want to jump into this. You know, Chris and I have known each other for uh, about two and a half years. Two and a half now. years. Yeah. Two and a half yeah. years, and you know, you might say, "Wow, how is he a dear friend after two and a half years?" But you have to understand, there's certain people that come into your life that just really impact your life in a positive way. And I have to say that you, Chris, have been one of those people. You've not only become, uh, we've become good friends, we've become partners and collaborators on certain, certain courses and, and different things we've done with our leadership and training businesses, mm -hmm. but, um, but also just you've become a mentor and, and, uh, and a wise counsel to some stuff. So I want to thank you, first of all, for that and honor you with that because you know, truly you've helped me grow my business and you've helped me grow as a person. So thank you. Well, thank you, Alan. And I'll say as well, that goes both, goes both ways. And you know, the, the, the other interesting thing about this, that again, people, people should know, especially in this, in this time at the moment where we've been going through um, isolation and social distancing and, and people think that, that that stops relationships building. I just want to say to everybody that you and I have never actually met in person. <laughs> no, surprisingly, never. Many a Zoom call, many a phone call, but never right. actually, you know, shaking each other's hands. Not that we could right now, but you know what? If yeah. I did bump into you, I would definitely take the chance and shake your exactly. hand. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but again, it's just a good lesson, I think, there for people in general, right? That that the, the circumstances don't have to really dictate how you respond to them. You know, you can't control the circumstances, but you can control how you respond and. And, you know, there's a, a difference between a reaction. A reaction is a knee-jerk sort of impulse, but a response is a thought-out um, process that you, you say, okay, so this has happened, what am I going to do about it? And, mm -hmm. um, again, we, you know, we, we're living proof that you can form bonds and lasting relationships without, without actually physically meeting somebody. And, and interestingly, most of my inner circle that's the case you know some of them i've met a couple of times right um i think even jeru i've met jeru four times in person 
you know, in two and a half years. And he, he's a mentor to both of us. And, and again, I know people are going to be listening to, to him on your podcast soon. And, um, you know, Jay Goff and Katrina Goff, I've met them um, twice as well. And, and they're my dear friends. I've been working with Jay on a, on a Facebook live series for two years. So yeah. the message is to people, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to see this as a challenge at the moment. This is an opportunity. And so embrace it and, and, and make connections with people. You know what? I did, you know, until you met, I, I, I don't even know how to say it, put this in the word. I didn't even, I knew we hadn't met, but I never really thought about it. It's like, oh, I've actually never met Chris in person. Yeah. Right. It's always been on, on video calls or, or conference calls. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, that is crazy. It's kind of neat. Okay. So we want to jump into this a little bit. Now the whole, the, the last number of podcasts I've done have been have been interviews with with mm -hmm. local business owners or leaders in in my community mm -hmm. but you're 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 a leader in your own right you work for walt disney company uh and have for a number of years you also have a, a leadership and personal growth business like i do mm -hmm. uh, and before we jump into a little bit about some exciting stuff that's coming up very soon that that you're working on i want to talk to you sort of how have you uh navigated you know, your, your business, your personal life uh, through this COVID-19 crisis that's, that's really transformed our world. Yeah. To, and, you know, and we, and you know, our, our coach, our mentor, John Maxwell said, you know, the new normal is going to, it's going to be different than what normal was in the mm -hmm. past. But how have you navigated this entire thing yeah. that's happened to us over those last few months? Well, and, and it's a great question and, and, and a very relevant question for a lot of people. But I, I think the, the main thing is to re remember that we have a choice. You know, we have a choice how we, how we respond to, to situations that happen. And, you know, for, for many people, they've sort of like gone within themselves and, and sort of um, really fed the fear. And, and that's very easy because the social media and the news is that's basically all they're pumping out. They don't put any of the good news out. There. It's just the, the, the things that will hit the headline. <laughs> the bad and, news makes the ratings, right? So. Exactly. Right. And, and so, so I made a conscious decision that as I say, Hey, I'm going to look for the good in everything. And I've been optimistic and right from the start of this and saw it as an opportunity, right? Saw it as an opportunity. And, and one of the, the other things I'll say is I, I think the actual word normal should be taken from the dictionary. You know, like John says, take quit and, and certain things from the dictionary. I think normal should be taken from the dictionary because I think if we, if we talk about normal, normal is basically acceptance, right? Okay. Acceptance of the way things are. And to say that we want a new normal is basically saying really what people are saying, they want it to go back to, to, to how it was. They want to live within their comfort zones because that's normal, right? Yeah. But, but growth doesn't exist within your comfort zone. And, and that's growth personally, but growth professionally and growth as a business. So, so what I think this, this has done, and when you look around and, and, and certainly in Florida, I've seen it, I know certain things up there were locked down a little bit more, but, businesses have had to pivot pivot is the new buzzword right it is the, it is the word to, of 2020 that's <laughs> right yeah, yeah. They, they've had to pivot and change the direction and change what they were doing and those that have done that and those that have that have been optimistic and and positive and looked and said okay how can i survive through this or even better how can i grow through this they're the businesses that are that are going to come out stronger they may not be seeing it in their bottom line results now, but I promise you that their, their, their foundation is rock solid. They're, they're, they're ready to go. 
Whereas the ones that sort of shut down and just basically said, well, we just have to wait this out and see what happens and then we'll start. No, it's like John Wooden says, when, when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. So that's yeah. how I've seen it in, in my business. And, um, you know, I've really been doing all the preparation work. I've really been, been laying that foundation and, and taking the time to, to get clear in my mind what it is I want to do. Why is it I want to do it? Who is it I want to serve? And then look and say, okay, let's get on with it. Whereas previous to that, and a lot of people spend a lot of time on the how, and they never actually do anything. Right. right? So, right. so I've been like, let me be that person I want to become. Let me be the business I want to become and start serving those and working towards that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that um, you look at, and it's sort of this loss of momentum, right? These, these businesses, like you said, that, 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 you know, when the opportunity comes, it's too late to act. These businesses that have sort of thrown their hands up in the air and said, oh, we'll see what will be, will be. Uh, have lost all momentum, but those businesses that have mm-hmm. decided to, you know, the buzzword pivot and, yeah. and, and keep some form of engagement going with the client. Like I did some great work with uh, some, some work with a great company locally um, mm-hmm. that is they're in the physiotherapy business. They have, yeah. she, uh, you know, uh, the owner, they have 17 team members in three locations and, and you couldn't, you couldn't operate as a business. Yeah. But they went uh, above and beyond and continued to reach out to all of their client list on a regular basis while they were shut down mm-hmm. and offer them virtual services. So no, you, I couldn't physically touch your body to manipulate that, that muscle or work that, but right. we're going to work with you virtually to give you exercises and, and techniques and things that you can do yeah. on your own. Yeah. And, and the feedback they got from their customers. So this is, a, this is a case of being successful during rough times. The mm-hmm. feedback they got from their customers was just, you know, complete gratitude and appreciation and, and comments like, wow, I, you know, you guys just really care about us. Yeah. What did that do? That built loyalty. Correct. You know, yeah. that kept them in, in front of mind in their customers' minds. Mm-hmm. That showed them that, you know, you weren't just a number on a file and a file folder and an insurance claim. You were somebody really important to them. Yeah. And, and, and that's a case of, you know, keeping that momentum going. So now when restrictions lifted, they were able to open their doors again. And now they're offering both. They're offering a virtual care or an in-person I, care. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful it's, story. It, absolutely. It's, it's phenomenal. And it's being able to, to, to change and not being afraid to change. In fact, being open to change. You know, change is the one constant in our lives. And, and we either ignore it and go backwards or we embrace it and move forward. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, it's, it, Walt, Disney, um, you know, Walt Disney would always say that, that Disneyland will never be finished as long as there's imagination in the world. And mm-hmm. what he was meaning by that is even though he had attractions that were really successful and ahead of their times, he still wanted to keep improving them. He called it plussing, right? He wanted to plus it. And so he'd go to the Imagineers and say, how can we plus that? And they'd be like, but it works fine. He said, no, I want it to, I want to get better and better. Right. And I want to keep that's improving. Awesome. And, and that's how we should live our lives. You know, we should always be looking to, to plus it and level it up and, and whatever today was, that's the new baseline for tomorrow. We want to be better tomorrow, yeah. you know, and, and we need to adapt that mentality if we want to, to grow and be, and be strong. 
And that's true. And I, I tell like all my clients when I'm working with them, like do, do something today to get you further down the path towards your goal. And whether that's, whether that, you know, even if it's the end of the day and you've worked long and hard all day and it's 11 o'clock at night and you're exhausted, read a page out of a book, yeah. journal a few lines, make a voice note about an idea or something. do something. Don't end the day with nothing worked on towards the next day's goals or, or yep. long-term goals. So I want to, I want to, I want to shift or pivot our conversation now <laughs> to, to I'm, I'm never going to say that word as of 2021. I'm never going to use that word again. Okay. So uh, I want to pivot our conversation right now and talk about what you're doing. Now your real passion is, and you've developed this Acorns to Oaks Leadership Academy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your passion has been to, to sort of, as well has been to work with with the teens, the youth of the youth of today, to help them become great leaders for tomorrow. Yes. And so now you've put together something that I'm honored to be a part of, and thank you, thank you so much for asking me. I'm excited about the opportunity. But we put it. Well, you, I won't say we. Sorry, not not me. Chris has spearheaded and put <laughs> together and gathered an amazing group of people to put together a youth leadership summit for free. It's all going to be online virtual and it's happening soon. Tell us, you know, where did this passion begin to work with teenagers and, and what, and then what, are, what brought about the idea to, to do this yeah. virtual youth summit? Yeah. So the, the, the idea came from looking back at my life. And, and when I was uh, 50 years old, and that was really when I, I sort of started looking and, and thinking to myself, like, what have I done in my life? Where am I now? And what do I want to achieve? You know, I had, I, I thought at the time I had like 15, 20 years worth of, of sort of working and, and what did I want to do with that? And, and what sort of a legacy did I want to leave? Did I want to carry in as I was? Um, and to be honest, I was, I, I was comfortable. I was a senior, senior manager at Disney, um, you know, and in a good, good pay with a 401k and health benefits and everything there and a Monday through Friday job and um, pretty cushy, to be honest. Um, but, but was that going to give me fulfillment and significance? And, and my answer to myself, when I'm honest with myself, was no, I was sort of really going through the motions. And that, that frustrated me from my own perspective, because I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be doing that. And so I started to look around and, and then I, I was looking at other people in the workplace and reading, uh, reading up on things like Gallup polls that show that really sort of 66% of people are disengaged in their, in their work. You know, and I sat thinking, and I was like, well, I'm one of those, <laughs> but we don't think about it. We, we turn up, we do the Monday through Friday or whatever hours we do. We, we look forward to hump day, we look forward to payday, and then we look forward to, to, to our Friday for the weekend. And then on our Sunday, we're like, oh man, I'm going back to work tomorrow. So I was like that, I wanted to, to change that. So originally my, my thoughts and my program were, were called Your Third Quarter for people that were like myself approaching the third quarter of their life. But as I started looking at it and talking to people, I realized that that's just a symptom. Right. Mm -hmm. the, the, the state we're in at that that's point, good. the circumstances there is just a symptom. And if, if we want to change something, if we want to, to, to get fulfillment and to, to create a legacy and live a life of significance, we have to make major change. 
And so this goes back to like, similar to what we're saying in the businesses, right? You could carry on as you are, hoping that things will get better, or you can stop, you can look back to say, what's the cause, the, the source, and do something about it. Yeah. So as I started looking back, I would, I would looking at the, the different generations that came into the workforce. And, you know, I was looking at how a, a, a lot of criticism is leveled around millennials as being entitled and impatient and wanting everything like now. And I was like, okay, there's some truth to that, but why is it? And, and so I started going back and, and as I went back through the ages, you know, you get to the, to the real young kids, like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, and they're the dreamers. You know, they, they've got, they've got dreams, they've got imagination, they tell stories that are like born from like the wildest things. You go, where did you get that from? They're going to be something different when they grow up every week, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, so, so they're fine at that age. Oh, hang on a minute. It's the teenage years that it's like knocked out of us, right? We, we, we're then conditioned to say, okay, stop dreaming big, sort of, keep your ideas down a little bit because if you try and do that and you fail, people are going to laugh at you. People are going to criticize you or it may hurt or you may lose money or whatever. So, so we, we, we're, we're programmed to just accept, you know, to accept the way things are, accept that N word, that normal, right? Accept yeah. normal. Um, and then we're taught to, to basically memorize information so that we can pass exams. And most of the information we're taught to memorize, we're never going to use again in our life, like algebra. Right? Um, so, so why do yeah, we do I haven't, that? I haven't used it since 1988, 1987. So. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so why is there so much emphasis on that? And, and why don't we concentrate on, on identifying what people's strengths are? Um, understanding where their passion is and then saying why don't we align those two things and let's let's look for a career or a college program that that you can you can live out that purpose and passion and you know i i, I i've spoken to um, parents of college age students i've spoken to college age students and and said okay so what are you doing for your degree and they're doing um science or whatever so okay so what do you want to do when you leave leave college no i just want to get a job Okay, well, what do you want to get? It doesn't really matter. I just want to get a job and earn, earn lots of money. Well, hang on, there's a disconnect there, right? So why, why are you doing that degree if you don't know that you want to do something with it at the end of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so, so that really got me to the, the thought process that it's those teenage years that we need to, we need to get to, right? That's, the, that's the, 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 the source, that's the cause of the later disengagement. So if we can get to those teenagers, if we can show them that it's good to dream, right? Supplement the education they're getting because I'm not knocking the education system. That's the way it is for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Whether we agree with it or not, that's, that's the way it is, but we can supplement that, right? Right, yeah. And then we can produce leaders that come into the workplace. So like the likes of you and I, that when we're, we're in the employed state, um, we're, we're employing people that have actually got the right work ethic, got the right soft skills, because we're never taught soft skills, leadership skills, that will then go on and, and develop and change the, 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 the business world. Absolutely. So it's, it's really the teenagers is throwing that stone in the, in the water and creating the ripple effect, right? Whereas what we were trying to do before was look at the outside circles of the, of the ripple and say, okay, let's try and stop this. Well, no, the, you've got to get to the middle. Right. So, so that's, that's really why, why, where my passion comes from for, for serving the youth. Awesome. Excellent. And then what's, what's going on 
for the youth summit to fill us in yeah because you've got now you've got on board now how many how many coaches teachers and speakers from around the world 18 now 18, 18 yeah. speakers and growing and yeah. we're going to do a full two days three days yeah three so, days so it's going to so be fill us in yeah so so the, again the reason for this is that prior to to covid19 i was looking at my uh, acorns to oaks leadership academy which is going to be an ongoing membership academy and my my um, plan and thought process with that was that i would do in-person live local events maybe sort of two or three hours get local businesses to sponsor it so parents and their teens could come there for free they'd get two or three hours worth of of quality material and then if they wanted to sign up for the membership after that they could do and so then covid hit and and so all in-person live events were were out of the window right so for for a start i was like okay well that's that sort of shelved that and then again it was like okay no this is an opportunity so let's do a virtual online summit right and and sort of then get get guest speakers and, and it doesn't matter where they are now because it's all online right so yeah, they can send absolutely. me recordings or we'll do them through zoom uh, everything is going to be broadcast through zoom and and so i've got speakers like yourself from canada i think there's two or three of you from canada there's uh, a number from uh, obviously north america is the bulk of them but then there's two from australia right that That's are awesome. going to take part in it um That's and awesome. then you know, there's a lady who's now in, in America, but she's Romanian. So again, the, you know, that's bringing in that sort of Eastern European um, potential. And so, it, so the idea of the, the event is, is held over June the 26th, 27th and 28th. So the, the, the weekend after Father's Day in America, I'm not sure if it's Father's Day in Canada. So it is, yeah. Yeah. So the weekend after that and, and the, 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 the speakers are going to either, some of them are going to do, programs live via Zoom and others are going to send me recordings and I'll, I'll broadcast them live via Zoom. And, and here's again another example of me opening my, my ears and listening to people because originally I was just going to stream it on Facebook, right? do it on Facebook live. And then talking to uh, a few parents, they said, well, our kids aren't on Facebook. I was like, what do you mean they're not on Facebook? Everyone's on Facebook. They went, no, not the young. The, the young don't go on Facebook. I was like, oh, okay. Silly me, right? <laughs> so, right I, so, yeah. so, so um, I said, well, they do Zoom though, right? Because now they, where they've been working from, from home uh, or schooling from home, a lot of them are using Zoom to, to connect. And she went, yeah, I said, okay, I'll do it through Zoom. So, so now every, every, every uh, presentation we do over those three days is going to go through Zoom. Originally, I, th I thought there was going to be about 10 hours worth of content. Now, I think there's going to be probably 15 or so hours of content. So maybe like three to five hours per day is going to go out over those three days. That's incredible. Um, and the, 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 the great thing with it, Al, if people can register, it's free, totally free. If they register, what they'll do is they, they'll get access to uh, a members only secure online portal so that if they miss any of the sessions, they can go back and watch them because um, they're, they're all going to be stored in there and even if they they see them that there's going to be a ton of information you're going to want to see these at least a couple of times right? so you will get lifetime access to the to all the presentations um through registering for the free summit um i'm particularly excited about one of them on the friday a, a friend of mine from disney uh, who who is in the creativity and innovation space in disney is doing a live workshop 
um, on Zoom on that on Friday the 26th, probably at three o'clock Eastern in the afternoon, so two o'clock Central. And um, again, the, the 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 teenagers to register for that. If parents want to register, they can too, because they'll you know we we all can learn things, but it's really aimed at teenagers. Um, and they'll be going through a series of of, um, of of exercises with Lee for like about an hour, and then there'll be some Q and A at the end. And I've seen Lee in action, and he is phenomenal. All right, so cool. so people don't want to miss that. They I think don't. I'm going to register just so I can go through that part. I know it's worth it. <laughs> it's it's going to be good. It, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Well, I again, I'm honored that you you asked me and you're allowing me to be a part of that youth program, uh, youth summit. I'm very excited. I'm going to put. A, you want to just tell us the website? I'm going to put the website address in in the information when I post the post this podcast. But can you just tell us the website address now? Yeah, so, so it's um, www, it's chris-j-baker, so the dash is a hyphen, um, yep. I, I know it is a hyphen in England, you probably do, Americans don't always know that, so chris-j-baker.com <laughs> forward slash youth-summit. Perfect. Right, so youth-summit, and, and even if, you go, if they go to my uh, webpage, chris-j-baker.com, you'll see there's a link on there to the Youth Summit anyway, so even Perfect. if they forget the last bit, just go there and look at it. And it, it, and if you happen to be younger and happen to be on Facebook or you're older like us and have kids that, you know, and you're on Facebook and your kids aren't necessarily, you can actually search it on Facebook too, because there's an event yes. page created for it now. Right. All the information is there. You're going to see who the speakers are going to be. And you know what? And, and I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but there's a lot of world-class speakers that are going to be bringing oh, some information sure. to the yeah. youth. Uh, my session is going to be on, on mindset and basically, uh, I'm going to share story of, uh, from my past and how negative words spoken to me when I was a teenager impacted me for 30 years of my yeah. life in a very negative way. So I'm going to get vulnerable. I'm going to share the struggle I had with that and in hopes to encourage the youth that will be listening to mm -hmm. start focusing and working on their mindset because yeah. that is key. You know, that's what's helped Chris and I, and again, like Chris said, you know, he was never worried through COVID-19. Honestly, I was never worried through COVID-19. Um, you know, I, I worried a little bit, I'll be vulnerable, worried a little bit for some family members and some mm -hmm. other things, you know, you know, worried about my business a little bit for my own personal health and well-being. I was never concerned through COVID-19 because the mindset, I've been working for four years every day on my mindset, yeah. making sure that I have that positive outlook on life and that positive positive attitude. And that's what they're going to get the, your, your kids. If you're an adult and you got kids, your kids are going to get from this free summit. You need to be there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and as parents to register, because you might, why not join your kids and watch alongside yeah. them and have open, honest discussions about the topics in your home after the summit's over. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, yeah. And Al, I think it's really important as well. There's a couple of, couple of speakers on there that are, um, counselors right and and you know will counsel uh, young adults and in particular sort of on suicide and and yeah. you know i think a lot of people are, are are ignorant and i don't mean that in a nasty way but like bl let's say blind to the fact of like teen suicide is is huge right the numbers of teen suicide is huge and and you may not even know it in in your kids right most of the parents don't know that it comes as a surprise so 
So this is all about opening up communication. And, you know, we talk about that through DISC, but opening up communication right. and, and connecting with your, your teenagers. And then I'm, I'm bringing on as well. It's, they're not only professional speakers that I'm bringing on. I'm bringing on some, again, late teens, early 20s in, in different things that are going to talk to you about, about their journey, you know, awesome. and how they, how they um, achieved or got to the status of where they are in their life. You know, there's a, a, another girl who's just like graduating high school, going to college. She'll talk about it. Um, one of the counsellors, school counsellors, is, is bringing on at least two, if not more, of her former students that, that again, were going through their teenage years. And, and it was not expected that they would even graduate high school, but now they've graduated college with bachelor's degrees. And so they're going to tell their story. So it's, again, it's vulnerable, as you said, Al, it's a vulnerable yeah. sessions that will be, um, they're probably going to be emotional, <laughs> a lot of feelings in there. But to be honest, yeah. if you're going to change anything, that's what you need to get to. Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. again, I encourage anyone to, to listen to it. And, and I, I, I promise you, I guarantee you will learn something from the, the three days. Yeah. And, and if uh, you don't, we'll give you your money back. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a free summit, folks. Go register. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your kids. Tell their friends. Tell your friends. You know the your friends to get their kids registered. Yep. It's going to be amazing. Chris, man, we got to we got to jump off here because you have another call, and we both have another call in about twenty yep. minutes that we need to be on. So yep. thank you for thank you for taking time uh, away from your busy schedule to spend some time with with myself and and then by product my audience tonight. I really appreciate it, man. I, again, thank you for your friendship and your, your mentorship oh, and your, and your wise counsel over the years. And I'm looking forward to, to their youth summit. So have an amazing evening, Chris. I yeah. always ask, I always ask one final question of all my guests because the title of this uh, podcast is lead from the driver's seat. And yeah. I do it off the cuff here. What does leading from the driver's seat mean to you when you hear those words? I, I think, um, it's walking the walk as well as talking the talk, right? Pe people do what people see. So a lot, of, a lot of leaders, in my opinion, are not necessarily leaders, they're managers. They tell people what to do, but they don't show them what to do, mm -hmm. right? And that's, that's more of a backseat driver, right? So, so I want to be a front seat driver. I want to do that. I want to like say, hey, guys, follow me. Come on, let's, let's show you the way rather than go, okay, I'm going to sit back here, go and do that and let me know when you've done it. No, I'm a, I'm a front seat. Drive, lead from the front seat, show people the way and, um, and they'll respect you and, and, uh, and, and you'll gain far more credibility from doing that and loyalty. So awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks my friend. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you again next time. Thanks Al. Thanks for listening to lead from the driver's seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrattan.com or hello at lrattan.com.